everyone and welcome to Remembering. Here we are live with our first episode. Super exciting. Super happy to be here finally bringing this idea into creation. Um, I just wanted to start out on this first podcast by sharing a little bit more about myself and more about what the intention is behind this show. And then I also did a very small tarot reading for the podcast itself and its future. So that's just a little bit about um, what we're going to cover today. It's going to be a short episode and then in the coming days and weeks we'll have more episodes with interviews and longer um, subject matter. So first off, my name is Phoebe Shabram. I am a herbalist, an artist, uh, many things. I'm a mother, a wife, and I've toyed with creating a podcast for a while now. Um, I went back and forth between podcasts and blogs and never really did either, mostly just out of fear of not enoughness. Um, And then it just kind of occurred to me, I really don't need to do anything. I just need to follow my intuition and follow my heart and my heart was telling me to make this podcast. I have been interested in earth-based spirituality and magic and um, practices around those subjects since I was maybe 15 or 16 but in the last three or four years it's definitely deepened. It started when I was a teenager with just meditation and yoga and then tarot readings and astrology and it just kind of kept developing in different directions. And then in 2018, I initiated myself onto the path of witchcraft on Sawain, November 1st of 2018 and about a month later I found myself in an ancestral healing workshop uh, orchestrated by Daniel Floor, and he initiates other healers into the path of ancestral healing. And so this workshop was led by two of um, his students. And it was a short workshop. It was just a couple days long. But that experience really radically changed my life and the way that I relate to the spiritual world, the spiritual realms, and the earth. Um, I had extraordinary experiences and messages come through from my ancestral guide. Uh, And I gained so much insight into my history and my family's history that I know I could have never gotten from just reading about genealogy or reading uh, on Ancestry.com about our lineage. And so... When I did this ancestral healing workshop and I was shown the history of my mother's mother's line going back all the way to basically the dawn of modern man, I was just floored. And I was also guided to do things that I, there's no way that I could have just, you know, made up. And sure, there is an argument that the subconscious is very powerful. And even if it was my subconscious, though, I still think that those messages were worth listening to. So I did, for the most part. Just to give a little bit of context, you do guided 
meditation in the ancestral healing workshops and it's kind of like a shamanic journey if anybody has experience with that as well there's drumming and you go through different levels of the subconscious or different realms and you are greeted by a guide and that guide will have information for you share imagery or gifts and I had all of those experiences so I did some of the things that my ancestor guide told me and then I just continued to develop a relationship with her up until this point where now I just refer to her as one of my primary if not my primary guides when I'm doing spiritual work so this path it has taken me places that I never would have expected and at the same time it's taken me right back to the core of who I truly am again and again. Um, I've kind of tried to divert from the path of who I really am many times, being somebody that's incredibly sensitive and empathic and intuitive. I can't help but pick up on things that people are projecting onto me, even if they're not aware of it, even if at the time I'm not aware of it. But over a lifetime of this, I've collected a lot of stories and narratives about the type of person that I'm supposed to be. And over the last couple years since I started doing this ancestral healing work and paganism and magic, I have totally uncovered a whole bunch of twisted narratives about the type of person that I am and should be and have slowly started to peel away those stories and erase those tapes and break those contracts and it's been a process it's been a wild process but um, I'm here now and I am creating this podcast because it's been in the back of my mind since I started doing this healing work it's been something that's just been there waiting for me to to take it and hold it and plant the seed of it and help it grow uh, it, and I just was too afraid up until this point. I was too scared and felt that I had no reason to be talking to the public on any of these matters. When the truth is, it's all I think about and it's all I talk about with the people that are closest to me. So if nothing else, this podcast is just a platform to start saving those conversations and uh, sharing insights that are mine and other people's uh, on these topics. Um, and not limited to just ancestral healing, because when you open up the world of diving into ancestral healing and traditions and knowledge and wisdom, you, you naturally fall onto the path of earth healing and earth wisdom and earth magic. And so um, alongside my path to ancestral healing has been herbal medicine and it didn't start with ancestral healing but it was kind of reignited or reawakened my guide specifically told me over the course of that weekend like this is this is who you are like I don't know why you're not doing this uh, but this is who you are and this is the magic that you're meant to bring forth herbal medicine is another huge aspect of 
what I do, what I hope to continue to do, and what I hope to share on this podcast. Everything that I know and everything that I've done has just been personal experience that I've done totally on my own. And so I do intend to bring people that are more experienced and more knowledgeable to learn from them and to share what they have learned and what they know about these topics. So I wanted to share today a little bit about this idea of diving into the unknown. This is our first episode, and if we are to label this episode, I would call it The Fool. It's it's the beginning of a journey. It's completely on a whim diving into the unknown, not knowing where it will take me, not knowing who will show up along the way, but... Um, doing it purely out of inspiration. And I feel that the tarot card, the fool, um, embodies this message. I have another tarot deck called the Wildwood Tarot that is a little bit more, it's definitely different in its interpretations of a lot of the cards, but a lot of them are still the same as the traditional Rider Waite tarot deck. And for the fool, it's called the Wanderer, and it's a young person of Celtic lineage walking off a cliff onto a rainbow bridge. And I love that interpretation of the card. It feels so authentic and a little bit less goofy to me because it is almost like this person is wandering for the sake of wandering and happens upon this rainbow bridge or this this doorway into these imaginal realms, these spiritual places. And I think that that's kind of really the the point where the fool stands, the initiation of the fool is like diving into this world, the spiritual world, and they have no idea what they're getting themselves into, but they feel the pull within them and they know they have to just go. And um that's really where I'm at with this podcast. That's exactly why I've started it and my intention behind it. And so when we look at what the fool teaches us or what the fool is trying to convey, especially at a time like this, a time that we're living in right now where there is so much uncertainty and just in general, it really feels like the world is crumbling around us. It, it just feels like everywhere I turn, there is uncertainty and unknown. And even if there's not uncertainty and unknown, there's suffering. And that's a hard place to be. And that's a hard place to come into creating something or birthing something. But that's really what birth is regardless of your external circumstances. It's always scary, and it's always messy, and it's always a matter of life and death. At least it feels that way in the process. Being somebody that's given birth, I can attest to that. Um, And so what I find... When I get the fool in a reading, I know that when I was younger, I used to really revel and get excited in the fool, like showing up in my readings. And as I got older, I kind of started to dread it. 
Um, and I noticed that that was largely just because as I got older, my craving for security and consistency grew more and more. And when the fool would show up, I would say, oh no, like, what is this unknown that I'm diving into? What is this risk that I'm taking? I don't want to be taking risks. And it's hilarious because that like it's inevitable right it's inevitable that throughout life we must take risks and if we don't we get stuck and we just sit in one place and then we die there <laughs> sorry to get kind of gruesome on the first message but th- i mean that's been that's been my experience and that's what i've witnessed the fool although sometimes interpreted as kind of daft and silly and naive i think there is this really courageous power in taking risks for the sake of taking risks and for the sake of just following an impulse, even if you do look silly or if you fall flat on your face. I mean, you don't learn anything otherwise. So there's a lot of power and courage and, frankly, maturity in The Fool. It takes a lot of confidence in who you are, this, you know, knowing that even if you fail at something or even if you look stupid, it doesn't actually hurt you. It doesn't actually take away from the person that you really are. You're still this, this being that is meant to do what you're meant to do and everything is a learning curve. So that's been a huge lesson for me in the last few years I've struggled a lot with identity and I've struggled a lot with being fearful about taking chances or risks because I didn't want to fail and that only came after many experiences of perceived failure and perceived judgments around those failures and um, at the end of the day that all has to just be totally washed away and we have to just let it go or else we will get stuck and die in a place that is maybe comfortable but also confining. So for the reading for this podcast I pulled three cards from the Wildwood Tarot and I got nine of arrows, eight of stones, the woodward, which is the equivalent of justice. I find this really intriguing because justice has been coming up a lot for me the last couple of days. I, I pull tarot cards pretty much every day. Um, and arrows is the equivalent of swords, so normally swords is, is not really uh, a positive thing to show up, but the wildwood, again, is pretty different than traditional rider weight and so for for nine of arrows it's actually labeled as dedication and then eight of stones is skill and then we have the woodward or justice so my interpretation of this message is i mean it's pretty straightforward right i i feel that the basis of this podcast is dedicating to re-remembering who we really are on this earth, our place, our role on this planet, who we've been for centuries but have long forgotten, and 
how to bring about a certain sense of rightness or fairness to the earth in the way that we live um, and its beings, the other beings that inhabit the earth, bringing about justice for those beings, for the planet, for ourselves, in the way that we live and what we devote ourselves to. Um, And in, in this case of this podcast, that would be living naturally, living within the cycles and the seasons of the planet, taking advantage of the abundance of foods and health through plants and medicine and Um, being with the earth just spending time in the soil and in the forest as a form of medicine and all of this the devotion or dedication to these practices one way or another providing a sense of justice for ourselves and the planet we're heading into a time of great uncertainty and for many people that is very terrifying um I know for myself and for most people I know, they don't live in a way where they feel that if things were to really collapse in greater terms than they already have in the sense of COVID-19 or the racial injustices that are occurring everywhere on the planet and especially in America right now, they don't really have a way to adapt. They don't really have a way to escape these structures and these systems that they have been born into. And my hope is that this podcast can shine light on ways that we can reclaim and remember our power and how we can rebuild these structures and systems in a way that don't somehow benefit one person's and totally put out everybody else and by saying that I mean you know racism classism sexism um, all these things that have become very abundantly clearly a problem for pretty much most people but especially uh, LGBTQ black trans queer folk in America You know, the people that are born into these systems don't have a choice to be born into them, and they don't necessarily have a way out. The only way out that I've been able to make clear is to recreate our own. And I'm not suggesting that I know where to start with that or how to rebuild new systems and structures. What I do know is that by returning to certain traditional ancient ways of being and knowing we can we can repair a lot of the damage that's being done the answer is so simple we have everything we need and the answers are so glaringly simple that when we finally reawaken to what we've ignored and what we've lost over the last several hundred years we will all probably feel so silly and ignorant as to how we've overcomplicated so many of these things our food systems our the way that we live like our homes and our structures the the housing crisis 
the many financial crises, the it goes on and on, the environmental crisis. The answers are really so simple and and the leaders of our world have just chose to totally ignore them. I feel like this reading very simply sums up a lot of the intention and the what I want this podcast to create and what I want it to represent. Justice is huge for me. I I don't necessarily consider myself a blatant activist simply because I haven't done as much much activism as I could have with my life, but I intend to and I feel very passionately about activism and justice for all people and for the planet and I think that returning to older ways of being and living on the earth provide a lot of the justice that a lot of people seek. So I'm going to stop rambling now and summarize that I'm very excited about the future of this podcast. I intend to really put my heart into this and I hope that that shows and I am looking for people to interview. I have a list of people that I know that may or may not be able to contribute. But if you do happen across this podcast and feel that you have something to in, uh, contribute, just go ahead and email me. I would be happy to talk with you and learn about the ways in which you feel your lifestyle or your work is aligned with the values of of this show and for those of you who are just listening just to listen thank you so much for being here it means a lot I I'm totally going out on a whim by doing this but it feels right and I hope that you from this podcast from this show from this episode moving forward I hope that you learn something about yourself and about the world around you and I hope that if nothing else, this podcast can be a source of inspiration and a source of hope for the future. So again, thank you so much for being here and I will see you guys on the next episode.